the reason those headphones feel like they was falling off of your head is because your head's huge. Wow. I didn't even get a five, four, three, two, one or nothing. <laughs> Just talking about a big head. Oh, oh, big water head. A big head. What up? What's up with you? Off the elevator. Pod- Since you podcast. left the podcast. Yeah. Back in the, the studio after a <laughs> I was long, like, back in the saddle. Right, just kidding. A long, extreme break. I feel like my mic is too low. I think I said that like five minutes ago. Uh, hand me the thing over here. Let me look at it. Which thing? The whole outfit. I feel like we need to start over again. No, we're not starting over. Like it took forever to get you here to, <laughs> well, to do this. Well, we have literally, literally <laughs> recorded two separate podcasts before. That's my volume. Why are you jacking with it? And one, I don't know what happened to it. And the other one, you lost on the way home. Is your volume good now for your headphones? Uh, yes, my volume is good. Uh, oh, you meant low as in sound. Yeah. I thought you meant low as in... <laughs> Low is in level. Yeah, level no, low. It is still pretty low. Look, you're gonna have to quit shaking that leg. What? Yeah. <laughs> is it shaking your table it's on the sh- other side of the room? It's shaking the whole room. <laughs> so, I mean, what's up with you? Where you been? Where you been? I've been here. I've been. All right, let's go back. Since we've done this one time before, I'm gonna give you the Cliff Notes version. So. We no. haven't recorded since December the 8th. I know. And that was when we recorded and we talked about, yeah, that's when we talked about Jessica <laughs> losing her job, right? I don't remember. Dude, I think so. I literally, I don't think we're going to have a problem of reiterating anything we've said before right. on this episode. So let's just, let's talk about what's went down. Since December the 8th, today being what? February the 26th, I believe. Yeah, February the 26th. Holy smokes, three months almost. Three months. So, um, unemployment. Mm-hmm. Not money, just the actual event. And um, Christmas, a birthday. My son turned 15, got his permit. Holy mm-hmm. crap. Um, thinks he's, you know has to drive everywhere now um then in january more unemployment and job interviews and the craziness behind that which i think we'll talk about later and then now new job right i've been on the new job three weeks Mm -hmm. so a little bit of a roller coaster from the beginning of december until now it's even and out right but so for me One kid turned 18. Holy smokes. One turned 21. (laughs) Uh, Of course, the Christmas gig. Right. Christmas come through. Um, The the most important part being the celebration of the birth of Jesus, by the way. Right. So I don't want to seem like I'm old at Christmas thing, you know. Uh, We all know that you love Jesus, okay? (laughs) uh, What else? I did the Proving Ground. The 307 Project Proving Ground. Right. Proving Grounds. No Limit Soldier. Uh, let's see. Have oh, you had a drink? No drink. Have no you drink. had a drink? No drink. 
I mean, don't you think if I had a drink, I would have said I had a drink? I mean, I was just checking. You think I got some stuff I'm just hiding over here? <laughs> yeah, that was two weeks that I just got slapped tore up. Well, yeah, you know, I celebrated an 18-month sobriety date. Congratulations. Yeah. So, I I'm did, just checking, you know. I did another 40 days of deliverance. Nice. Program. Started in January. Getting with it. Uh, met some awesome people through that. How's the training going? Uh, I slacked off just a hair since I stopped the four, well since I the forty days was over. But that's just more or less trying to t- trying to revamp, right? Uh, adjust. Not that that's an excuse, but uh, find it back up, son. Hmm. Whoa! What is that? Sounds like a big motor car going down the road. <laughs> was that a car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got the window open because Jesse was like, It's too hot in here. It's a little stuffy. I didn't say hot. I said stuffy. So, yeah, that's what went down. So, let's let's break it down that uh, you went through the holidays. Yeah. All the way to the present time. Just like you did. Without. <laughs> Except I was employed, so let me finish my statement. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was not employed. Yeah. So how how that uh, how'd that go for you? Holy smokes! You know, um, just when I think yeah, <laughs> I got some kind of thing figured out, God's like, "Yep, nope." <laughs> um. I was absolutely miserable, which we talked about at my job, and and so losing that other job was not terribly heartbreaking, and I just assumed that the process for a new job would be okay. I mean, you know, it was my my first, um, there's a lot of firsts, we talked about this too, but, you know, in sobriety, the first time I got a new job first time I experienced being fired um, so there was a couple of you know new new events in that situation so but I, you know I had hopes that it was going to be you know better right so you know after the first I don't know 10 interviews and the first five no's on jobs that I very clearly w- were I mean, they were exactly to what I was doing. They were in with all of the experience that I had. Like, for all intents and purposes, perfect fits. And I received no's. Right. And I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> a little disappointing. A lot, a lot disappointing. The first couple, not so much, but the last few. Um, but I have to say that because it was so strange... You know, um, not, and when I say that, meaning like, like I said, for all intents and purposes, I was a shoe in. You know, it wasn't anything outside of, I don't know, it was just, and most of it was probably underneath my capabilities. Right. Um, but I was like, okay, well, God obviously has something different, and I don't know what that is, so I'm just going to, I'm going to wait. So I waited. Mm-hmm. And I waited, and I waited, and I got a little antsy, 
And I cried a little bit, and I waited, and I had some more interviews, and then I had some more interviews. I can assure you, I don't think I had ever interviewed for employment as much as I did this go-around. Really? I bet I bet I had 15 interviews in two months. Okay. Um, so out of those interviews, out of the – what? So the job offers, you said you got a lot of no's. Yeah. But I also remember, and you can talk about it if you want, that there was one that you got, and she was like basically, hey, do this and start work now without even a an offer of employment. You remember what oh, I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Do I you had, want to talk about that? I had, I had someone that I used to work for, um, you know, offer me kind of you know the an yeah. opportunity and and um asked me to do a little a little footwork right and i won't say that i i would have minded it in any other situation um it just didn't it didn't sit right like it was what i needed to be doing um so i i did i didn't actually have an official offer but i did say no to the opportunity right because right. it didn't feel right, even though I didn't have an official offer, um, and I, you know, and I, I got desperate, and you know, and I didn't have any real reason to be desperate, but you get like that, right? Like, you know, after a while, it's like, okay, the first month, I'm like, you know, it's fine, you, know, you know, financially, it's good, everything's fine, it's gonna be fine. Rolling into month two, <laughs> right? You're like, well, how much longer can I go? Yeah. Um, with the with the money that I have, uh, you know, that's really probably the biggest thing that comes in is like the money's going to run out at some point. So I just wanted to get a little tidbit on that whole situation because I think we're going to do a part two of this whole catching up deal here, where mm-hmm. you because I think I think your story of how you come to where you are working now is real important. Right. And I think if we dive into that. Then we ain't gonna catch up. <laughs> what do you think? I agree. So I just wanted a little tidbit there of uh, what we're gonna talk about on the next one. So you went through the job situation, mm-hmm. and uh, God was with you the whole time. Yeah, the entire time. What about when that baby got his learner's permit? Stop playing with me. I mean, first of all. I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but I don't feel like I'm old enough to have a child <laughs> in this situation. And I know that sounds absurd. Um, but I'm like, you know, I'm looking at him like I go to the DMV and I'm, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird. The whole process was weird because I feel like I just, you know, got my learners minute ago i don't know it was weird right but it was like super joyous and i I probably was the most excited about how excited he was which i think is just part of being a parent i can't remember what what i did in december (laughs) what did i do in december uh i'm sure it was something awesome wow yeah, so awesome you can't even remember. I mean, Christmas. Did you go anywhere? Uh, in December? I don't Oh, man. I, I can't barely know. remember what I did. I feel like I dropped the ball on remembering my December. 
Hmm. Well, what about your January? January Proving Grounds, the 307 Project Proving Grounds. So I did some training in December for sure uh, to go to the Proving Ground. Now, for y'all that don't know, the 307 Project, they put on numerous training courses throughout the year, and the Proving Ground being one of them. Uh, But the thing about those are you really can't. You don't talk about them much because you don't want to. You don't want to learn somebody else's expectation mm-hmm. of what they're going to be doing. Yeah, the experience. So I went through the basic course, uh, which is one of their training things. When was that? September. Mm-hmm. And that thing whooped my tail. I mean, totally whooped my tail. And uh, so I trained for this one. And. Uh, I felt good with my physicality, but there was dealing with some stuff that I was. It was a lot more intense for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. and that's about all I can say about it. It was a lot more <laughs> intense, um, but I, I feel I did good physically. Yeah. I feel I did way better on the proving grounds physically than I did the basic course. Way better, day and night. Well, you know, I think you know, just based off of what I know, I mean, it was a little bit of a different dynamic as well. Oh, absolutely. It's a bigger group setting mm-hmm. to where the basic course is eight team members. I think I think there was twenty four people at the proving ground. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a but it's way for me. It may be it's different for everybody. Yeah. Every, well, and every, it probably would be different if you did it more than once. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, right. the experience is different either and, way. And I know I even talked with Chad and Blake about this. Depending on which one you do first. I think is also your pers- how your perspective is. Oh, I can imagine. On the not that the two are even comparable, right? But you know, the if you did the proving ground first, then the basic course versus vice versa. But it was a good time. It was a real good time. Well, what made you do the forty days of deliverance again? You know, I got so much out. And that started in January too. Right. So I actually started the 40 days of deliverance before the proving ground. And them them kids are out there moving them dogs. It's okay. It really is. You can barely hear it. But they don't have me out there to train them on that. Oh, wow. So, keep, so, keep going. No, <laughs> we're not talking about them youngins and them dogs. So I got so much out of the first 40 days. And, I mean, it was in a perspective so to speak on the way uh i've always this is going to sound stupid done my faith it was t totally different mm-hmm. and being closed-minded as i talk about a lot it uh it just gave me so much more just opened my eyes to so many more things you know different people mm-hmm. you know different thoughts you know which we had a whole podcast on that, so we don't need to go that in depth. Who had a whole podcast? We did. On your second 40 days of deliverance? On the first one. Which I, you literally just said it was totally different. Follow me, Gomer. <laughs> I was explaining the first one. Oh. <laughs> well, I was thinking to myself, I don't remember you saying that. Well, golly, Sarge. <laughs> So, the second time around, I had the opportunity to do it. Uh, 
I got to be in sort of a because I'd already done it in sort of a a mentor role, mm-hmm. so to speak. You mm-hmm. know, uh, a lot of new people come in, and I'm talking from day one. This this thing took off like you could just feel the you could feel the excitement from everyone that was in the program mm-hmm. the dot the not that the first one was drab or whatever like i right. said it was but it was his actual first one yeah, john, that you were in yeah that john uh Grenina put on yeah. and this one right here man totally blew me away from the beginning the people that were in it mm-hmm. right cuz i sort of knew what to expect from the program mm-hmm. um the people that were in it just were awesome are awesome and we like it's been over for a while and still on the the group chat there's still people just oh you got some friends just rolling with it you, you know what you I made mean? some friends daily <laughs> so i but, mean how many group chats are you in a sack full <laughs> and that you know that's interesting too because way back when like somebody sent me a group chat i'd be like Y'all take me out of this. I don't want to hear all this dang, dang, and ding, ding going off. And I'm in a sack full of group chats. A sack full, huh? But what was interesting also about the 40 days, just look how God works. Unbeknownst to us, there was two other people that went to the Proven Grounds that was in the 40 days. Mm -hmm. Not by our design. And it lined up for us to all go. And I do believe you told me there was a few people that were in recovery that you weren't aware of. Oh yeah, Kevin Rose. He's a he loves listening to both the podcast, Red mm-hmm. Blooded and Off the Elevator from the UK. Uh jam up. I mean, dude. we got an England following, just saying. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's uh uh, he is my number one Strava fan. Is he? He makes me he makes me feel accomplished when hey, I work out. Hey, he, him and John got into this two hundred three hundred push up thing. Stop it! And I'm talking; these jokers are doing push up two hundred push ups in like nine minutes. <laughs> I know. I see Kevin a thing on Strava. I was like, and it was it was like five hundred push ups. Yeah. That day I responded. I was like. Because, like, no part of me can even imagine that that's a thing. Rip, rip. One real funny thing about Kevin, we was doing our Zoom meeting one day, and I, I'd, I'd mentioned this to you before, but he was talking about, I can't remember exactly what he was talking about, and he said, so I was, I had me head torch on. <laughs> and I, I thought, a head torch? You saw he had a flame on his forehead. <laughs> and as he got to talking, I realized he had on, a light on his head, and he had called it a head torch. <laughs> so, Kevin, if you're listening, hey, I know what a head torch you're is. Rocking now. that head torch. I, I figured it out without having to ask you. Did you ask Google? Google. No, no what's I didn't. a head? No. Ask Google and see if it will acknowledge what a head torch is. <laughs> wow. I literally but, ask Google all kinds of things. But we also had a, a guy from Canada. So this thing was like international this time. UK, Canada. America, and uh, second go around, it uh, it it strengthened a lot of things. Yeah, it really did, and it it uh, you know, I did a a reflection that I sent to John that that he put a podcast together with, and you know, I tried my best to articulate that the things that I've held on, it's not really 
reflecting on them because they're things that I just do now. It's not like right. I did. I did creating this. new habits. Yeah, so it was awesome. Is journaling one of those new habits? Well, I do like to journal, and I take you got a bunch of papers right there mm-hmm. that are like my just because my journals aren't stacked on top of each other like yours and you can say this is my journal from 2016 you see it right here (laughs) and there's 15 other journals atop of it don't mean that i don't journal look first of all i never said that second of all i don't have a journal for each year and third of all i don't sound like that Uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you you talk like you journal and look at this mess right here. You ought to see all my journals. My journals are crisp. Yeah, okay, it sounded a little bit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little LSP, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. So, but you know, it it's uh from what journaling I have done, I think it even helps me sort of think about it. Mm-hmm. Even when I don't journal. You see what I'm saying? Well, there's power that comes from pen to paper. I keep telling you that. You only say that 50 times a week. Well, I I keep wondering if you're going to, you know, do it. Hmm. I mean, you know, if you – and I only say that from experience, and I just want – you know, when your thoughts are crazy, like mine are, I have to write them down. My thoughts are nowhere near as crazy as yours. Let's be clear. I feel if the power is pen to paper and you have to use journaling <laughs> for those crazy thoughts, you need to have like one of those pens. What do they call them pens that have them different colors? And it needs to be rotating the whole time. I literally have two or three of those. <laughs> do you? Think, yeah. So stop it. You don't know. Maybe you just write in a big Sharpie, like one of those big fat wide sharpies <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you write with you are ridiculous right now Get power of pen to paper let oh. me get the biggest sharpie i can find and uh i'm never talking to you about journaling again or maybe you should use a paintbrush wow maybe i should just use a roller <laughs> yeah. on the side of your house a paint sprayer oh my god i but, cannot with you moving on uh, so yeah that was pretty much my january and into my february what it was it was good good i had an awesome december even though i don't really remember much about it i'm sure we was hunting doing some kind of stuff yeah i mean it's you know the the holidays are usually a blur yeah um you know my husband's uh got a thing about christmas he's like a christmas person and and my kids pick up on that And it's not, and I try to explain to them, it's not that I'm Scrooge or anti-Christmas, but the moment they start playing Christmas music on the radio, my family is steady, nonstop listening to Christmas music. So when it comes into the holiday season, it's like, I mean, after Thanksgiving, it's putting the Christmas tree up and preparing for all the stuff and my oldest son like I said Dane is his birthday is 20th of December so for like the week of Christmas from the start of when his birthday is the 19th or 20th through the day after Christmas it's like in solid chaos at my house now it's a little different obviously that he's bigger now and not you know has a bunch of toys and a bunch of things going around but 
you know, he had to make this solid distinction for his birthday being separate from Christmas. <laughs> so it became this, this ordeal where it has to be like, okay, this is birthday part of the week. This is Christmas part of the week. And by the end of that, I'm just exhausted. I am just literally exhausted and I don't um, have any, any energy left. And then the day after Christmas comes and I am so tired of looking at that Christmas tree, like in, in like, four kinds of levels I'm diff I'm tired of looking at the Christmas tree. So pretty much every single year, the day after Christmas, I take the Christmas tree down and it's like a solid ordeal because it's gotta get out of my house. And it's actually <laughs> it's actually a real Christmas tree. So by that point it's dead and it needs to go anyway. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had to bounce on Jesse out this so, you just leave me talking just random nonsense. Well, here, here's the thing. So, back in the summertime, uh, and even into the fall, hardcore drinking a gallon of water a day, hardcore. So, without it, sort of just happened where I wasn't bringing my jug anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, this habit has been here long enough, so I'm just going to drink a gallon of water a day anyway. But what I realized without that actual jug and now that I'm back to doing the ounces and mm -hmm. watching it, no, I wasn't drinking a gallon of water a day because <laughs> I've been back on it for two days now. Holy smokes. It is nonstop to the bathroom. Man, wearing the bathroom out. But something like <laughs> this, sitting and doing this podcast, like, if you're up moving around and your body's... Absorbing the water? No, you're standing up. <laughs> like, right now, all my organs are scrunched together. Scrunched? Can you spell that? Yeah. Scrunch. <laughs> so, I'm just using the bathroom left and right, son. Mm. And then you just left me here to just talk nonsense to these people about Christmas trees and <laughs> Dane's birthday. <laughs> well, did I miss anything? No. I you know, it... Just the craziness of my house when the week of the, for the week of Christmas, right? Um, so, but that's what I was talking about. You know, it's kind of a blur, and that's why because yeah. of all that stuff that I got going on, and then I get tired of looking at it. And let's be clear, I am not a winter person, right? In any way, shape, or form. So once I get past that end of Christmas into that end of year part, like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> For the spring. I think for all y'all people that love the summer and just, oh, I love the summer. I love when it's hot weather. And for all us blue-collared men that get out there and what work. What about the blue-collar women? That, and work in the weather. What about the blue-collar women? That, that get out there and work in the weather. You're such a pig. <laughs> wow. And have to uh, deal with that every day, especially the summertime. I think it's funny when you're cold. It's not funny. It is funny. When you get cold. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. And it is almost unbearable to get warm again. Yeah. So when you're outside working on a concrete crusher and it's 101 degrees with the heat index and that big orange thing in the sky. 
It's just saying, guess what, cuz? You got eight more hours on it. Get it. You literally it. have air conditioner and a tractor. And when you call... Or, <laughs> you, you literally have air conditioning yeah. in your tractor. I, okay, back up. <laughs> have I had air conditioning the whole time that you have called me or whatever in that tractor? No, it's broken, and then you have to have them fix it. And and then I'll run... But you have an air conditioner and a DeWalt fan. I want to see you get out there and run that DeWalt fan. I love the summertime. I ain't sweating it. So I think it's funny when you're cold. Well, I live by a space heater just for that reason. So, I mean, eh. Well, maybe one day the power will go out. Wow. You're such a meanie. <laughs> I need you to chill out. I mean, I have been awful and... Why? And dis- what did you say? Disgusting? I mean... You- I ain't never said that. You done bumped your brain. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You're not being nice, Joseph. <laughs> So, Buck and Cooney, my two sons, one turned 21 and one turned 18 in the month of January. That was another gig that went down. And uh, the other the other night, they was in here talking about where they're going to get a, a house together at to rent, which, you know, Buck's already moved out. And he don't want to stay where he lives now. Oh, I didn't know that. When the lease is up. So, he he's talking to Cooney. And uh, it was just pretty interesting to, wow. to hear him give all these rules that <laughs> that the. Uh, have you seen Cooney's room? Oh yeah, I have. Well, oh well, let's let's cut him some little slack because half of that stuff in that room belongs to you. Oh, I know it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting to it. I didn't know that. Yeah. So when is his lease up? I think June or July. I think. And that's when they're gonna try to get a place. Right. In which Cooney will have been graduated out of high school for two months by that time, roughly two months. So that's going to be interesting to see how that goes down. Well, at least you've lived with them and you know what they're like. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like having strange roommates. But Buck was giving Cooney all these, now we ain't going to do this and we ain't going to do that. And <laughs> don't let me catch this going on. and you know, blah blah blee blee. Can I they thought, have a rule and no one pees on the seat? In the on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, just like my house. I'm like, you go into the bathroom. I'm like, literally, I'm the only woman in the house. I'm like, why, why, why do I have to? So then I have to go in there and call somebody in there to clean up the pee because I'm like, you can't eat. Why pee on the seat? Laziness. I agree. I mean, I, I totally agree. Seriously. Oh, boys are nasty. Mm. I'm just saying. So that was pretty much, that was my December, January, and the majority of February. So, I mean. It went good. Went awesome. Glory be to God. We were a little bit bit, uh, slacking on the podcast front. On the podcast, yeah. But, you know. We, you had some stuff you had to work out. Not blaming it on you, but you had to. I did. You was you was working on getting a job and you know stuff like that. You was rolling rolling through it. You, you did know, good. You did you did good. I um I had a lot of support. Yeah, obviously you know you and um you know my sponsor and my home group and just saying you know to myself okay. I have to be accepting of what is happening in my life, and uh, 
be open to whatever it is that God reveals. Yeah. Which is kind of strange sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like I see things that I didn't see before, but I don't really know, you know, when things are happening, I'm all like, hmm, that's interesting, or, you know, that feels a certain way, or maybe maybe that is this, you know, um, maybe being able to acknowledge more of what's actually happening. Right. You know, and I guess that comes with being a little more present. Um. But I've said it before. I mean, I don't have to have a drink to be all about myself. <laughs> you know, I can become self-absorbed and, you know, in self-pity, which I, I think I did pretty good during this process to not be too, you know, down and out about, you know, the job situation. Right. You know, and just trying to trust that trust what God has for me um, and my family. and And then, you know. And then all of a sudden something happens, you know? It's like all of a sudden I had a job and and then I get a job and then my husband gets promoted and I was like, Whoa, it's weird. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> you know, it's weird. It was like, you know, it's like it's completely life changing within a matter of a week. So, so So you asked me like um how had my training been going during that time? Fix your face. <laughs> so, so let's. I mean, let's get to the meat and bones. <laughs> well, first of, of all, uh, I wasn't training for anything. You were trying to do 15k, and then you were trying to do all kinds of stuff. I was not trying to do that. I was just trying not to be fat. Yeah, but we had we had made an obligation to work out. Yeah, so as, we made an obligation to take a hike together, but you didn't want to tell me any details about the hike, and you just said, it's going to be rough, so I'm going to need you to train. Well, but you didn't give me any direction on how to train or any things that I needed to do or any, I mean. Because, look, I, I know the intricacy of your mind. <laughs> so I knew if I told no you. No one knows the intricacies <laughs> of this mess. <laughs> so I knew if I told you where it was at and or the distance. And or the time, which which we talked about the time. We actually worked out a rough date that was going to be very close to it. I knew if I gave you all that information, it was going to be, Jesse was going to sit down and find it on the map <laughs> and look at it and be like, oh, my God, there's four creeks and... And that looks like a big hill. I don't know about that hill. And, oh, if we're going to do this, it's got to be 65 degrees. And Did you say four creeks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you to make sure that creek's not deep. I mean, what if it rains the day before? Well, first of all, I could swim. So I think you need to be worried about whether or not the creek is deep. Let, let me tell you something. <laughs> I've been in the woods all my life. Oh, have I, you? I have walked... I, have I feel like we should call my husband and ask him how much y'all were in the woods when y'all was younger. Hey, since he won't go in the woods, I can't help it. I, be, I, I would love for him to go turkey hunting with me. Is he going to go? Uh, No. Okay. I've walked in creeks. Walked. Like walked because I can't swim. And, and the creek be up to here right at my chin and I have to hold my head. That is the funniest thing I have ever heard in my life. And cross the creek. 
like so. So I'm six foot one. Will you put it on your list to learn how to swim? Yeah, I'm going to do that. That's on my list this year. But I don't want to swim like a chump. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm, hey, we're having a pool party. You want to come over and get in the pool? Be like, yeah, I'll come. No, I want to swim if I'm on a bass boat and another boat hits us and knocks us off in the water. And I got all my clothes on. Then I'm not going to panic and freak out. I'm just going to make sure I get the fishing pole and the other person's good and we're going to go on to the bank. That's how I want to learn to swim. Like, you, seriously. For, well, you understand that you have to learn to doggy paddle first. I can, like, regular style float. <laughs> As opposed to unregular <laughs> style float. <laughs> like, you don't, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean you can regular style float? Like, say as if I dip down in the water. Like, I know how to, to let loose and come up <laughs> on my back. So you, so my face ain't buried in the, in the water. Wrong style floating. <laughs> <laughs> we and, we call that dead man float. And then you do your arms like this right here. That would be swimming. Like that's angelfish. <laughs> You're on your back. I wish you guys could see it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but the only problem is you can't really see where you're going with that. But you know, if you turn over and do the same thing. Yeah, but then your face is down trying to float. You don't put your face in the water. Oh, wow. So you, wow. Bless your heart. So when I'm like going to go to swim school. But sure you are. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be. And where is said swim school? I got (laughs) to. I'm sure it'll be at an aquatic center somewhere. A hundred degrees in here. I'm sure it's going to be at an aquatic center somewhere. Oh, over here. Oh, go. You don't want to go to that aquatic center. Which one? The one on Macklin? Yeah. It, it ain't no count. Mm, I mean. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's. I've got a membership to the Y. So you just come over. Yeah, just drive an hour and a half to swim school. Is that what you're saying? Wow. I'm sorry. So, do I not drive an hour to come here thank every you. single time? Thank you, Jesse. Thank but, you. but thank you. you're obviously too good Wow. to drive over there to learn how to swim. Do y'all see how she changes the dynamic of the conversation? <laughs> Go ahead and finish what you was going to say. You got a membership at the Y. No. You get, you don't even get to be a guest of my membership. Wow. Well, Negative. Maybe I'll be a guest in Kenneth's membership. Good luck with or, that. Or Dane's. Maybe. Maybe. You yeah. might have a better chance with Maynardhead. You don't. He don't likes know. to swim. He could teach you. Maybe you should ask Mason to teach you how to swim. But can he teach me emergency swimming techniques? I mean, he can swim better than you can. Where did you learn to swim? <laughs> Where did you learn to swim? The YMCA. Really? Correct. I took swim lessons, and I gave both of my children swim lessons. How long? Now, you gave them to them, or you paid for them? I paid for someone else to give them to them. Yeah, no, you can't be. I I admire those people who can throw their babies in the water. Right. I have a huge fear of, I have a few fears, but my mother says it's because I almost drowned when I was little. But, uh, yeah, I don't play around with the water. I, I mean, we'd go to lakes and stuff like that when I was younger. 
but I never really had the opportunity to learn to swim. That's why I can't swim. Like I never had the opportunity to mm-hmm. be somewhere long enough to like learn to swim. Never was around swimming pools. And like I said, the, normally the creeks that we were around, they wouldn't they weren't <coughs> dip, deep enough to swim in. Right. You know. But yeah, not, we. I mean, we has had the public park. I mean, other than the Y, like I took swim lessons at the Y, but we didn't have a membership at the Y. Well, you we said had, a public park. Yeah, we had Smoot Park, and uh, it has it's a public pool. I don't know. They don't, yeah. have, they don't have those things around here. I guess not. They got one in Dallas. At, yeah, behind the library. Um. I mean, but we didn't have a pool or anything. But we we swam in the in the creeks and stuff. Yeah. When I was growing up. That that in is the, that is on my list. Jump off the rocks in the creek and swim. Yeah. Um, and then once I got older, I was trying to think. I mean, the lake, I guess, of Alatoona, or which I I have a thing. I, if I can't see through the water, I'll swim in it, but I'm not going to put my head in it. Yeah. <laughs> I will not put my head in the lake. I had a buddy named Carl. That dog's barking, but you don't want to talk about it. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> he is outside playing. Um, he went swimming at Altoona, you know, hanging out for whatever whatever reason, and walked out in the water. And he said he put his foot down, and he thought it was on a piece of carpet. So he reached down to, to grab it, to pick it up, to get it out of the water, and it was someone's head. Stop it. Seriously. A guy had drowned, and, and he had went there by himself swimming, and he had been missing for three or four days. Yeah, no joke. Well, how did his head get off? No, his head was attached oh. to his body. <laughs> the, the the reason he thought he stepped on carpet, it was his hair. Dude, this is totally off the elevator. Can we just need to talk about something else? <laughs> I feel like it was one of those true detective shows. <laughs> so... I also went to Nashville. Uh, but you just did that. Yeah, but that's part of catch up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Tell them about your ridiculous Nashville trip. Why was it ridiculous? Why? First of all, you planned to stay the weekend. Second of all, you drove up there, hung out for a couple hours, and drove back. And was here before the sun went down. So we went to... The NWTF convention, National Wild Turkey Federation convention. That the, sounds even more lame when you say it aloud. Did you say it sounds lame? <laughs> yeah. See, y'all, once she changed that dynam- the dynamic of, no, you can't go to the YMCA with me, now she's going to be hating on everything I say. I mean, I probably would have thoroughly enjoyed it. But it does. it doesn't sound like it would be as cool as... It was when we talked about it. I'm just yeah. saying. When you say National Wild Turkey, Turkey Feder- Federation. Yeah. It sounds a little bit like one of them clubs you don't want to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> so, they they put on a convention every year in Nashville. And they have a sports show, which is vendors, outfitters. So on and so forth. People selling new hunting gear, mm-hmm. old hunting gear, turkey calls, blase, blase. And they have a calling competition, and they have a call-making competition, and they have a taxidermy competition, and they have seminars. Well, we bought tickets. We've always wanted to go to the sports show. 
you know, to network, talk, see what's new, check out all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. And Nashville, I believe the GPS said three and a half hours from here. Right. Now, when we was going to go up there, everybody was talking. Oh, that night, including you. Let's be clear on that. That Nashville traffic, ooh, that, that stuff is awful. You, At first, I told you very clearly I was talking about Broadway. When you, we went to Nashville it, and we were it, on Broadway, it was you crunk. You think Atlanta traffic's bad. Wait till you get to Nashville. First of all, I don't sound like that, and I never said that. So we gas on it. <laughs> we gas on it. Go up there. How was that again? And we hit traffic like two exits, three exits before where we had to get off. Mm-hmm. Opryland Hotel and Resort. Have you ever been there? I have not. I have been to Nashville. I've not been to Opryland. That place is like something out of Beverly Hills. Like it is jam up. Awesome. We get there. We left it like five something in the morning. Mm-hmm. So we get there. They go back an hour. Nashville's an hour behind us. We go through the sports show. We do what we see. We split up. All of us split up. Go get the things we want. Talk to whoever we wanted to. We meet back up. What we're going to do now? Nah. Y'all want to watch the calling contest? No. You want to check out the call making contest? No. Taxidermy? No. Well, shoot. (laughs) Might as well hammer on back to the house. You were in Nashville. You could have checked out anything. If if I would have still been drinking, that probably wouldn't have been a good place to be. Well, I, let's just be clear. When I went to when I went to Nashville, I was still drinking. Broadway is no joke. It's you know, bridesmaids, bridal party galore, a bunch of really? drunk bridesmaids and brides and parties yeah. and bachelor parties and, and they have they're big for that and then it's just bar after bar after bar after bar after bar. Right. Um it's a lot. So um maybe you're right. I mean that's not necessarily the scene I, but when we went we didn't go at night. Mm-hmm. We went during the day, which was still crazy. Right. Like Noon. I mean, like in the middle of the day, just for lunch and stuff, it was still like crazy. And of course, I was drinking at the time, so I drank. <laughs> but um, it's interesting to see. I don't know that I could uh, or want to do that, you know, in the nightlife. Right. But there's other things other than that. I mean, I don't know what they are, but I mean, I'm sure there is. <laughs> well, you know, it's. Uh that's not the reason I come back. It was just we was done. There wasn't no, there wasn't anything else I wanted to see. I didn't care to see, or neither did Buck Cooney or Shorty. I mean, we didn't want to see the Grand Old Opry or really anything like that. So I would love to see that. It was right there by the Opryland Hotel. Why would you not want to see that? Just didn't, didn't care to. Really? Yeah. Are we really friends? That's weird. They probably had somebody like. Uh, Popo Tom playing that we didn't even have no idea who it was. We did go to this one restaurant. Um, now I can't think of the name, but it was a it was one of the restaurants they used to have a show on TV where they did the Western dancing or whatever. Oh, the Wild Horse Saloon. Yeah, really. We went there, and was that it? was fun. So you said a restaurant. So did they have good food? It was like it wasn't anything 
to call Spectate. home about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it was a cool place and they had live music, which I'm I'm a fan of live music, whether I know who the person is or not. Right. So I mean, I enjoyed the fact that most of the places you could go to had live music. Yeah. Um, and that was fun. So So we hammered on down, come back to the house. We got back to the house before dark. You're ridiculous. Back to the house before dark. Rock and I went to work the next day. Crazy. Busy couple months. Yeah. Now we're back. Now we're back. Hammer down. <laughs> it doesn't sound nearly as cool when I say it. Because no, you got to say hammer down. <laughs> That's like when I said hunting, hunt, hunting, and you were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, it's not hunting. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a G well, on the end. Okay, and you were like, nope. Okay, so how do you say <laughs> Zaxby's? Zaxby's. It's Z-A-X-B-Y. How do, you, how do you say Al? Well, we have conversations. Yeah. Ow. So, that's see, how you say it. Ow. That's why none of that stuff you say sounds right when Ow. you say it. How do you say tire? Tire. <laughs> what did what did how I do you say, say? Ruin. What did I say this morning when we was talking about that Bible verse and you corrected me? You you said you were you were trying to say endure. Yeah. And you said endure. <laughs> And I said, what? You said, endure? I said, no, no, it's endure. And you were like, endure. <laughs> like, endure. Like, now, that's correct, endure. Okay. But you were like, endure. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, <laughs> that's not how you say it. <laughs> wow. Hating. How do you say fire? Fire? That is not how you say it. <laughs> you seen that TikTok video? Whereas, like, the one guy from Kentucky or wherever, and then you're supposed to be wherever the other person's from, and they're like, he holds up different items and people from all over the country, you know, call it whatever they call it. Right. Have you seen it? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there's this one, this guy's from Boston, and he, like, he holds up a, you know, a bat, you know, and they've done them from, like, all over places. They're like bat or baseball bat or whatever, and the guy's like, holds it up, he's like, murder weapon? <laughs> And keeps going through different things, and it's like eight of the things he holds up. Murder weapon. Wow. <laughs> Stupid TikTok. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta pull it up and let you see it. Is there anything else? That I, we're, that I we're, don't think so. I think we're called up. I think next, yeah. you know, part two, we're gonna talk a little more about, uh, you know, um, my new employment and kind of yeah. how that rolled out. Yeah, that's gonna be good. You uh, know. So, yeah, that's all I got for now. Looking forward to it. Wordo. All right, Tim. Well, I guess we'll wrap this jewel up. All right, it was fun. Yeah. Well, I'll let y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>